If you're thinking, I should go for a run today, but it looks like it could rain, Sierra says, save on epic rain jackets. If you're also thinking, but I can't go out in these beat up old running shoes, Sierra says, save on top brand running shoes. And if you're still thinking, but I'm also busy performing brain surgery, well then we say, you really should have led with that. Sierra, let's get moving to your local store, like now, go. And hello and welcome to Unequal Sequel Extra. It's Friday. Rich was still doing his jazz hands. He's still doing his jazz hands. I'll stop st- with the jazz hands. I'll stop, stop now. I'll... How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks, mate. <laughs> Sorry, I'm just laughing because I did an extra jazz hands and Dave looked really annoyed. <laughs> Fucking jazz hands. No one cares about your jazz hands. I know, but it winds you up and that's what's fun. Do you know, I, I feel like I'm not in the greatest of moods, partially because I'm still sick. Yeah. Um, And I'm not a very good ill person. No. Um, I, I get quite grumpy. So apologies to you, Rich, and to the customers of yeah. this podcast. The customers, eh? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like to think of them as friends rather than customers personally. But yeah. Oh, that's sweet. Maybe next week I'll feel that way. <laughs> oh, well, it makes a change, Dave, that you're feeling poorly and I feel absolutely fine. Yeah. Oh, and what? Nothing wrong at all? No, no. No back, no back aches? No. No coughs? No, no COVID? No, all good. No headaches? No. Hunky dory. This is amazing. <laughs> Hunky dory. Yeah. I feel like shit, so. Oh. That's but shame. I watched. I've watched a good movie to celebrate an anniversary. We have. So, we have. So uh, yeah, twenty years ago today, not today. I said twenty today. years ago today. That's wrong, isn't it? Twenty years ago this month, there we go. Blade Two was released, and we thought, shall we talk about Blade Two, a twenty-year-old movie, or shall we watch the Nan movie? <laughs> and you can guess what one. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't hard. It wasn't really, really it wasn't hard. hard. I think 10 seconds watching the trailer of the Nan movie made me convinced. Are <laughs> oh, you not going to see the Nan movie at all? Oh, no. Not, not if I, I might can have help seen it, it in like 2011 when it was a thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe. I mean, I feel sorry for Matt Horn because I think he's a nice man, but yeah, I'm not. No, I'm not going to sit and see it. Um, Do you wonder who know who Catherine Tate I know people know who Catherine Tate is, obviously. Mm. She's great. But do they know that character? Is it still relevant? Is it? I don't. Does it still hold I, up? I would have. I wouldn't have thought so. I mean, yeah, like you say, like ten years ago, maybe. But it's just weird, isn't it? Yeah, I think I. But it might be great. Yeah. Every day is Christmas Eve. Tomorrow there's <laughs> going to be rainbows. It's everyone's birthday tomorrow. It's always, <laughs> you know, it's always the evening after. And there's something to celebrate somewhere. So it may be brilliant, and someone will probably love it. Who knows? Who knows? Could be the best movie ever, and we're missing out. But even hey. your worst film is probably someone's favorite film. True. So that is true. I you mean, know, you love you love Highlander, so you know. <laughs> I've been getting some really good responses from our Highlander <laughs> Flix Watcher episode, so let's not 
bring that down. There is a small community of immortal fans <laughs> that we're thinking about putting a club together. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, go listen to Flix Watcher on Apple or Spotify and you listen to me and Rich uh, decide that Highlander is the greatest movie ever. No. <laughs> yeah, it's not. But we're not but, talking about Highlander. We're here no. to talk about Blade. Not Blade, Blade, Blade two. 2, because obviously a sequel podcast, you know, Blade 2, 20 years old, can't ignore it. Mm. And actually, do you know what? It's a bold statement, but I think this might be a sequel that's better than the original. It could be. I've watched both today. Oh, have you? Yeah, I watched, because I'm meaning to watch the first Blade for a long time, because I fucking love the intro, you know, the mm. bit with the, the bloodbath, and he does the thing with the sword, like the circle, and... It's got Operation Base in the Place London. Yeah. Base in the Place London. And I think it's one of the one of my favourite intros to a movie ever. Um, so I thought, okay, I'll just watch the intro to Blade. Uh, then I ended up watching Blade. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought, oh, I better watch Blade 2 because that's what the one I'm talking about. So I've watched Blade 2 as well. Nice. Um, 20 years ago, Rich, what were you doing? How old were you? Uh, so 20 years ago, I'd have been, what, 20-ish, 21. Okay. Um, what would I have been doing? I would been doing really boring things, actually. I would have been working for the council, saving up enough money to go to university, which was as dull as it sounded. It was the worst job I've ever had in my whole life. Um, and, yeah. <laughs> and do you remember seeing this in the cinema? No, no, I definitely didn't see this in the cinema. In fact, I probably didn't see this until I was at university, I don't think. So not for really? a few years later, yeah. Which is a shame. I don't I I wasn't watching a lot of movies around that time because I was doing lots of other things with my life instead. I was like playing rugby and You were being an adult. No, not really. I was just playing rugby and pretending that I wasn't wasn't didn't have and responsibilities. Wasn't an adult. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Drinking a lot. Um but yeah, I wasn't going to lot to the movies a lot. Um not at that point. This was the first film well, I should say, this was the first 18 film I went to when I wasn't 18. <gasps> Ooh. Yep, I was 17. I was an absolute rebel. And I, like I said, I really enjoyed Blade. So I thought, I really need to see Blade 2. Saw that it was an 18. I thought, you know what? I'm going to try and get into this. Uh, I don't normally get into nightclubs because if people don't know, I am quite short, Rich. Yeah. So yeah. So, and until you had your beard, you also looked quite young. Yeah. Um, so getting into like nightclubs and pubs and 18 films, it was always a risk for me. Mm. But this one, they didn't seem to care. They let me in. And do you know what? I forgot how it is violent. It is violent. It is. Yeah, it's very violent, isn't it? There are actually some bits when I was watching it yesterday, last night and I was like, oh, that's a bit ickier than I remember this being. You know, especially in the like the House of Pain nightclub and stuff. Some of the stuff going mm. on in there. I was like, oh, this is a bit, bit torture porny. Yeah, it's... So, were you a fan of the original Blade? I remember liking it, definitely. Yeah, I remember, I don't, I wouldn't say I was like a a huge fan, but I remember it being good. Yeah, 98, that first one came out. 98, so I would have been 17 when that first came out. Um, So, probably like prime age for it, really, I guess. I was was 13. Yeah. So, I remember getting a VHS of that. I owned just the VHS for Christmas or something one year. Oh, I know. I think bad I, parents. I probably would have seen the original Blade at the cinema. I think because I was going to the cinema a lot at around that age. Okay, and you could pretend to be an adult. And yeah. It, well, yeah. I was six, I was six foot six when I was fifteen. So you know, <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to the pub at like sixteen. In fact, I went to the pub on my eighteenth birthday, and they went, "What do you mean you're eighteenth? You've been coming here for years." And I was like, "Yes, I have." <laughs> 
<laughs> Blessed, not like me. I got into a nightclub once showing my bus pass, and that was a that was a good day. That's an achievement. That, that never happened again. That I don't. Uh, that doesn't happen these days. I don't think. <laughs> I showed my um, driving license one thing, and they wouldn't check. And they gave me back my driving license when I was seventeen, and then told me to turn around and walk away, little boy. <laughs> <laughs> when I worked in an off license, uh, some kid who clearly looked underage to me, uh, yeah, got loads of like, got loads of bottles, picked them all out, all his WKDs and stuff, put them on the counter. He was going around the shop picking loads of these things up, like loads of stuff, put it on the on the tap side. And I went, "How old are you, mate?" And he went, 17. I was like, "Goodbye." <laughs> <laughs> and you could pull this back as well. He <laughs> didn't even try to lie. Uh, he went, "Ah." Oh. Oh, Can't you give it to me for being honest? I was like, no. If you would have lied, maybe I would have. <laughs> I did that to the cinema once when I was trying to get a. I should have got a child's ticket. Right. Okay. And then they were like, "How old are you?" And I was like, "I'm 15." And they're like, "That's an adult's ticket." <laughs> and then all my friends were like, "We're children." <laughs> so I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." <laughs> Can't remember what the film was. You'd have got away with that too. I would never have got away with that. No. 15, I looked like I was 35. You had a beard, did you? <laughs> well, pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Six foot six, about 18 stone with a beard. <laughs> 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 yeah, no one was believing I was 15. <laughs> oh, I really am. <laughs> oh, yeah, never had that problem. Oh. Yeah. So, Blade. <laughs> So, yeah, Blade. <laughs> Enough of this talking about our childhood. Uh, yeah, so like I say, Blade 2, I think possibly a situation where the sequel is better than the original. I, Unlike yeah. you, I've not recently watched the original, but I watched the this, this second one and thought, do you know what? I really enjoy this. I, it's, that, it's Guillermo del Toro, and you can really tell, can't you? It's, it's uh, so yeah. his style. Like, it's so cool. And... The baddie is so menacing, and but also kind of justified. I think. Like, oh yeah, I think so. Again, yeah. Yeah, I, I, you know, I like a justifiable baddie. I like a baddie where you go. I kind of want you to win because you're right. Before we could get into it, do you want to tell the listeners the storyline of Blade Two? Yeah. So the storyline is carrying on from Blade, the end of Blade. What? So the the end of. So who's Blade? Blade is the Daywalker. Blade is a half-human, half-vampire hybrid who has all of the vampire's powers and none of the weaknesses. Um, so he can go out in the daylight and he can eat as much garlic as he likes and all that kind of stuff. And, and he's, he's played by Wesley Snipes. He's played by Wesley Snipes really bloody well. Um, yeah. And he's he was essentially raised by a guy called Whistler, who was a vampire hunter, um, who you think has died at the end of the first film, or turned to a vampire at the end of the first film. No, at the end of the first film, you think he's died. Yeah, yeah, you do, don't you? It's weird, because I watched it today, uh, Blade gives him the gun to shoot himself, and he, you hear the noise, and you see red or something over a cloth, and you think, okay, he's dead. So it's mm. one of those people in... In the sequel, you think, do they really need to bring that character back? Does he enhance the story? Anyway? Yeah, I don't think they did. Um, no, but Chris Christopherson's probably quite a big name back then. Big, he was good at that part. You know, so, yeah, he was good in that part, but he doesn't really do a lot in this movie. Let's be honest. Um, but anyway, they bring him back. Blade saves him, turns him from a vampire back into a human again, and 
Blade has got <laughs> let's retic on that <laughs> that problem quickly. <laughs> yeah, Blade has got a new buddy uh, played by Norman, a very young Norman Reedus. Yeah, who was yeah that was, that was interesting to see him pop up. And essentially, what has happened is there is a new uh, mutant vampire, a new breed of vampire who not only feeds on humans but also feeds on vampires. His kind of face opens up like a cross between alien and predator. Um, mm-hmm in a really kind of cool way. The vampires are shitting themselves and they want Blade to help them fight this new guy. Blade essentially agrees, knowing that once the these new variants are destroyed, the vampires are likely going to turn on him. Um, and so has has to tread this really fine line of the enemy of my enemy is my friend kind of thing. It's also going to benefit Blade because he's seeing a little bit behind the curtains a bit more. Mm, he's, yeah. He's been wanting to see for a while. Yes. So. Yeah. And who plays the new bad guy, ah! the the mutant hybrid? I did not realise this until you told me, Dave. Matt Goss from Bros. No, Luke, Luke, Luke Goss from Bros. Sorry. <laughs> one of the Bros brothers. The um, one that acts now. Yeah. So, yeah. I did not and, see that coming. I mean, and all he's right. great. Yeah. He's great. He's really good. Like, I was not, I didn't didn't expect it at all. He's he's very good. He's very convincing. He's a very bad. I would love to know how that happened. Yeah. Well, I mean, there are some other strange casting choices in it. So, essentially, the first vampire, no, well, maybe second vampire you properly meet is um, Danny John Jules, who's the cat from Red Dwarf. Yeah. That that was surprising. (laughs) He's got like a mask on, and when he takes his mask off, you're like, is that is that Danny John Jules? Off of that the, Death in that Paradise. <laughs> it was yeah, that was a that was a surprising one. But so there are there are some funny casting bits in there. I, maybe they had Donnie a, Yen is in it yeah. as well. Ron Perlman's Ron in there. Ron Perlman's well. in there too. Quite a it's thin a looking Ron Perlman, I would say. Like a I would say yeah, built Ron Perlman. Yeah, that's yeah. That's certainly not the Ron Perlman that we're we're used to now. Well, now he's nearly eighty. Is he? Wow. He's really old. I didn't know he was that yeah. old. He's very good. He's in very good he's, shape. He's definitely in his late seventies, I would say. Crikey! Oh, and I love him. I want him to do another Hellboy film. I want the Hellboy three. That would be amazing. But with him in it, we'd be pushing it, calling him Hellboy though, wouldn't it? Really, it'd have to be like Hell Grampy or like. Well, he's so good as that character. I didn't like the remake. No, which is a shame because I think David Arbour would be it was pretty good as Hellboy. He kind of fits, but yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a shame that David Arbour wasn't. That that Hellboy movie wasn't great, but yeah, it'd be great yes. to see. Oh, there are rumours of another Ron Perlman Hellboy, aren't there? He came out recently and said, "Come on, let's just give it to the fans, Del Toro. They want it." Mm. But I don't think it's just up to them. You know, studios are involved and creators of Hellboy and whoever owns the rights. Yeah, true. And budgety reasons. I'm not quite sure how much they want to spend on a <laughs> on a film that's we'll never made it, but we huge don't amount of money. Want to spend very much? <laughs> yeah. Can you just put the suit on and just do a song and dance or something? Yeah. If you could somehow make a Hellboy movie that doesn't involve any special effects, that would be great. <laughs> Imagine how long that takes to put the suit on in the morning. You can understand why he doesn't Yeah. He's not really up for it. Mm, true. True. Anyway, yeah. Blade. Um, yeah, Blade. really good cast. Really good cast all round, I'd say. And yeah, some surprising cast choices, but actually very, very good ones. 
So it's good. <laughs> so how do you think? How do you think it's better than the first one? What do you think it does to elevate itself? Well, to it's a better uh, sequel than the original. It develop. It, it 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 develops the story. It develops the character, which is what we always want from a from a sequel. Uh, but I, what I would also say is that it's from what I remember. I think it's creepier, and I think the the threat is bigger. I don't, I don't know. Maybe that's just because I haven't seen the first one in a while. But from what I from what I remember like the the threat the bad guy threat feels feels worse mm. well the vampires are bad enough but if you've got a bad guy that even vampires yeah are scared of then you know you're in you're in trouble mm. yeah absolutely and i think and- i think wesley snipes maybe knows himself a bit better knows the character a bit better and plays it a bit kind of a bit better this time yeah. around um so yeah, I, I thought he was great in the first one. I think he's. It's so nice to see. I think you don't get in the third Blade Blade Trinity, which is I, an absolute car wreck. I was. Don't thinking, say you like it. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say I like it. I don't think I've seen it. Oh wow! I was. I was watching. I was looking yesterday, and I was like, I don't. I don't think I've seen it. I don't. It doesn't ring any bells. Jessica Bill, Ryan Reynolds. No, because that's what I was thinking. I was like, I would remember Ryan Reynolds, surely, but no, I, I don't. Oh, it could be the birth of Ryan Reynolds, being Ryan Reynolds. Oh, really? Okay. As in the, his his wit and his smart and his, you know, hmm. his funny lines. A lot of them, his he does some pretty insane insults. Hmm. Uh, and he's named Hannibal something or other. <laughs> it's it's okay. it's it's a good idea, but then it's made up of a really really bad bad guy. Well, they use Dracula. Oh, they call right. him Drake to make him look cool. It's mm. played by what's his face? Uh, who played Lincoln in Prison Break? I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, oh, I can't remember either. But yeah, I gotcha. I know you mean. You know who? I mean. Yeah, I know you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a great film. The And apparently, Wesley Snipes is didn't really want to be there. Oh, okay. Well, he didn't like that. The, the spotlight was being taken off him with these younger people. He's only in the film for like half an hour, apparently. Oh, really? You add up all add up all his screen time. That sounds rubbish. But um, anyway, Blade 2, great. Great. Really great. And a lot better than I thought it was going to be as well. There's actually a point where I had to go outside and let the dog out, and I thought I was kind of creeping myself out, thinking, what if there's vampires out there? What if I... <laughs> And I think what that's the, real. What I think that's the sign of a good movie, right? Where it's something that you know yeah, is yeah. absolutely ridiculous and so far from reality, and then you still find your brain ticking over and going, "What if there is a vampire in my garden in Leighton Buzzard?" <laughs> Could be. They are everywhere. Oh. <laughs> Doctors, police, tree surgeons. <laughs> I think that's more likely to find them in in Lane Buzzard. Yeah, yeah. I think you're probably right. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, and yeah, and obviously, like it, it's a Guillermo del Toro movie, so we should talk about that. Yeah. Were you aware of him before you watched the film? I wasn't. I think I'd seen Mimic. Yeah, I seen Mimic, but I wasn't really aware of him as a phenomenon. I don't think necessarily. I think I'd I'd, I'd seen that film and liked it, but. No, and I can you can sort of see there's a bit of mimic in this, isn't there? With like in the in the sewers and stuff and underground. I yeah, a, a lot of mimic, a lot of the creature designs, mm. him all over. Like yeah. I love the creature designs of the the reapers, the uh, the, like, the mutant, the autopsy of the reaper thing is 
It's so That's, it looks really good. It's right? incredible. Special effects. Yeah. I think the special special effects really hold up. Bearing in mind that's not going to be CGI, really. That's that's all creature effects, isn't it? That's all like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's that's really cool. I think I actually think the Reapers look really good. Yeah, and that's obviously that's Del Toro's bag, isn't it? So yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I'm I'm just seeing uh when he did things. Yeah. Mimic was ninety seven. Oh right. Kronos so was ninety three. The Devil's Backbone was 2001. I don't know. Blade, yeah. Blade 2 was 2002. And then Hellboy was 2004. Oh, so he's in Hellboy, yeah. <laughs> Pan's Labyrinth was 2006. And that's when he kind of massively took off, wasn't it? Pan's Labyrinth, I think. Y- yes, I think. Yes. Because, well, after that, you have, I say that, but after that, you have Hellboy 2, Pacific Rim, Crimson Peak, The Shape of Water. Hmm. Now Nightmare Alley. You can definitely tell it's Del Toro movie. It's his style is amazing. He, the the effects are great. Whilst I found the kind of there's the, a, a nightclub called the House of Pain, which is like a vampire nightclub where they're all vampires and all vampire familiars. Um, mm. And there's lots of kind of like people like cutting themselves open and all sorts of horrible stuff going on. Creepy, yeah, really, yeah. really creepy. Um, but very, very cleverly done, I would say. What what films did you just remind you of? Did you get any like feels of other films? I have a couple. Oh, do you? I, not that I can think of. What are yours? I think a little bit of like aliens, especially when they go down yeah, into yeah. the sewers. Um, uh, an alien resurrection as well reminded me of that you know that ragtag band of hmm. yeah have to survive a so I would like to. I would. I I forgot. I thought. The stuff that happens in the sewers is a lot more of the film. Yeah, me too. But actually, it's, and it's not, not that much, it's is like, it? It's like 20 minutes. Yeah. And actually, a pretty decent runtime. It's an hour and 50. Yeah. Which, you know, is quite nice. You know, I, I wish more films were like that. Pleasantly surprised how quickly it, mm. it went over. It did, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, you're right. I remember, I sort of remember the sewers being a bit like a, a bigger section. Um, and then it all came to sort of be over a bit too quickly. But then, yeah. but then, I, then I was sort of like, oh, oh yeah, because that's when Ron Perlman kind of has his melty face after that, doesn't he? Which is really kind of cool. It's also got Wesley Snipes' best line in it. There's the "You don't know who you're fucking with" line. Yeah, you know, yeah. Jump out. Oh, he's got some really good lines in this. Like, there's some really kind he of. He commits. Like, he's excellent. <laughs> excellent Blade. He does not give like Blade as a character does not give a shit about like anything that's threatening him whatsoever you know no. he's just like eh, bring it on like, he also looks that he he looks like blade mm, like yeah we should quickly i'll, 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 t- I'll touch on it that this is a a marvel character mm-hmm. yeah and he's about to be introduced into the marvel universe is it wesley uh, snipes blade that we're going to get in the marvel no universe? it's not it's mershaw the guy who was in moonlight i can't oh okay yeah, yeah i know yeah. you know what i mean mm, i do yeah he, because he, he, you hear his voice at the end of Eternals. Yeah, you do. Yeah. And at one point, Morbius was going to be the bad guy in this film, which we're getting next month with oh, Jared Leto. Okay. That's interesting. Uh, but Marvel didn't want to sell on the rights or something about that. So my question is: They'd probably sold the rights to Sony, hadn't they? It's part of the Spider-Man deal. But yeah, well, that's where they are now. Yeah. But do you think uh, Blade would work in the Marvel universe? Yeah, like this, yeah, like, I think so. This violent. Yeah. Well. No know, way. We could. They're gonna. They're gonna PC that up. They, well, yeah, actually, yeah, because it's Disney now, isn't it? So they're not. It's not going to be this violent. That's for sure. Which they is a shame because there are some violent Marvel characters that work. 
and they work because they're fine, like the Punisher and like Blade. The Punisher. You know, we need those. We need those characters. You know, these they're not just for children. And we know Disney likes to make movies that everyone can watch because that makes more money. Mm. But uh, I don't know. It's I'd quite like an 18 Blade, you know. I would like, especially after watching it today. I don't think uh, Disney would do a, a setup where blood is poured from the ceiling from sprinklers like it is in the first Blade. No. And just everyone's is covered in blood. And... I also don't think that there'll be a bit where a vampire is snorting crystallised blood like it's cocaine. Like Love that. This yeah, one. yeah. <laughs> is there anything that didn't work for you now, 20 years later, anything that didn't hold up? Or you yeah, um, I did think there, was a, there were a couple of things when I was watching it that, that I was like, oh, that's a little clunky. But it's most it's all forgivable, really. I think it's mostly like Whistler doesn't really work. I wouldn't have bothered bringing him back if I'm honest. But I guess Blade no. needed someone on his side because spoiler alert, Norman Reedus <laughs> turns out not to be his friend after all. Um, what a bastard! Yeah, what a bastard! But also, I think Blade knew that all along, didn't he? Is that that's the impression from the start? Yeah, yeah, from quite early on, since they turned him. Yeah, so Ooh, blew him up. Mm. Yeah. Massively. Then he's like, it's not a dud. (laughs) (laughs) And Norman Breedus blows up into about a million pieces. But yeah, I think there were I think there was much that didn't work. I didn't really again, I didn't really get the 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 dad vampire, but I kind of get the point of of you needed him for the bat for the you needed something for the for your main bad guy to reel against, didn't you? Needing to have his daddy issues, and that's what kind of spurred him on to do his bad things. And then there's kind of like the oh well, yeah, love the, the dad vampires. Oh sorry, yeah, the, the dad vampire the, is the is more the main bad guy than mm. Luke Goss. Yeah, but you, like you said yeah, but he's more like the evil em- emperor, isn't he? He's not like the Luke Goss is Vader, and the the he didn't want to be made that way. Luke no, Goss. exactly, he didn't want to be that way. And he just wanted to be famous. Yeah. There's a bros joke for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Um yeah, and uh, the kind of the they sort of like tease a love story, don't they, between Blaze and the the daughter vampire. The princess vampire. Yeah. Which would I'm glad they kind of didn't go there. I had a feeling they were at one point, but Steered away from that. I, I tell you, what I do really like the end when Blade was <laughs> Blade's kind of like there's one there's a vampire Blade doesn't kill and he says I won't kill you until the end. Basically, it's just like I'll kill you, I'll kill you last if you show me where the others are. And he shows him where the others are, and then right at the end, he basically just shows up where this guy is. You think I forgot about you? Yeah, I think I forgot you. <laughs> That's good. I I think some of there's some early two thousand CGI in there, especially the first fight in front of the lights yeah. especially when you, you they reveal it's Danny mm. the cat from Dread Dwarf and I thought I don't believe he's a samurai in any way possible <laughs> I'm afraid <laughs> yeah fair enough and some of the other CGI but overall like the practical effects of the the monsters the the, the reapers mm. and their throat thing they do and and the scares and the jumps and the way and the way it builds tension. I love the beginning when you're in, introduced to. Oh, sorry, yeah, yeah, building the tension in the house pain. Yeah, yeah, it's great. I love the beginning where we're, we're in the blood bank, where you first get introduced to what is Matt Luke Goss's name? 
a character name. I can't remember. Nomad or Nomad. Nomad or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, we introduced him in the blood bank. And the guy, they're like sat there and the, the homeless guy is next to him. And he's like, they've even taken in jars, man. And I was like, this is not going to go well for you. <laughs> You're going to die. Oh, yes. <laughs> they take it in jars because they ain't, they ain't using it for blood transfusions. They're using it for dinner. Schleyer, we've had a couple of responses on the internet. Ooh, that's always nice. Ma- mainly thanks to Jack from The Sequelizers. And he makes a good point, so I wanted to talk about it. Um, he says, it's become, I asked what you thought of Blade 2, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, it's becoming a running joke reference point for us on Sequelizers, but this is still one of the Ross and Tomas scores that horrified me the most. One of the most best examples of the sequel that builds on the first film in basically every way, so it makes it better. Yeah. Right, so do, have you looked at this by any chance? I haven't. No, no, I've not. Good. So what do you think audience score and the critic score is? Let's start with critic score on Blade 2. Well, I guess it must be lower than you'd expect, given Jack's Well, I've message, ruined it, haven't I? But... Yeah. Fuck's sake, Dave. Like, yeah, go on. 75? It's 57. What? Criti- critical one. 57? Yeah. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. I've seen some utterly shit movies that get scored higher than that. Which is the same as Blade 1, to be honest. Really? Mm-hmm. I can believe it. And now the audience score. Well, that's that's got to be in the like the 80s, surely. That's got to be like 80-odd. 68. Fucking hell. They don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> First Blade, 78. No, come on. I feel like this is one of the sequels that people should rewatch. Yeah. I think it's it's better than people remember. Definitely. Especially look, who, look who's directed it. Who's giving that? Who's, um, who is not scoring that 6 out of 10? That's what I want to know. Like, yeah. At least. Like, this should. Yeah. There's, there's some terrible Ron Smart scores. And that is a really good point. That's a really good reason that Rotten Tomatoes is a load of balls. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Mike Carter from at Cart's Comedy said it's by far the best of the three. Which, Agreed. you know, uh, from today, I think I I agree. I always thought Blade 1 was better. But apart from the beginning, it's not. No, I agree. I think I think 2 is better. I think 2 is better in every way. Like Grumpy Fudger at Bez666. Yeah, they had no idea back then. Blade 2 is proper quality before David S. Goyer royally fecked it up. <laughs> With the third, does that man keep getting? How does that man keep getting uh, superhero films to write? Because he, I think he wrote Batman versus Superman. And stuff oh, like. and that is bad. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, thank you for sending your messages. One yeah. and two. Yeah, this is criminally underrated. Yeah. My God, I didn't realize it was that badly, that badly underrated. Like. Everyone needs to go and rewatch this and get those scores up on on Rotten Tomatoes. If you're a Rotten Tomato person, if you're a Rotten Tomato qualified critic dude, go and write a review of Blade Two retrospective. Now it's twenty years old and get those twenty years, guys. Yeah, yeah. It's aged really well. It has. It has. Yeah, get those scores up because they are criminally low. I mean, it's more than fifty-seven just for Wesley Snipes alone. He commits his yeah. the fight scenes are absolutely. Brilliant. I need to find some bad reviews of this to see what people didn't like because I can't. I can't think. I don't, I don't know. I don't like. I'll tell you. Hang on, because I was on the same time. Ali G came out the week before in the UK, which is rubbish. I'm sorry. I, I'm. I'm not someone who likes Ali G or you know Borat or Bruno. I don't like any of those. So sorry. the films that <laughs> were number one during February and March okay. in that year. Were Vanilla Sky, mm. Monsters Inc. Yeah, that's good. 
Ocean's Eleven. Yeah. Ali G into House. No. And then after Blade Two was Bend It Like Beckham. I mean, so it's, Blade Two stands up to all of those, surely. Surely. Uh, Monsters Inc. special. Monsters Ocean's Eleven is fun. Yeah. But I mean, Blade Two is as good as Ocean's Eleven. Surely. I, I mean, I can tell you some of the ones afterwards. About a Boy, Star Wars Two. Attack of the Clones. That's crap. then you had <laughs> then you had Spider Man. That's probably Minority Report. Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. Austin Powers Three, Men in Black Two, The Guru. I mean, Insomnia. There are, there are some, there, that's a very mixed bag. It's, it definitely gets worse. <laughs> Do you know what? Two thousand and two wasn't a great year for movies. <laughs> I mean, it ended with Lord of the Rings. Um, yeah, there's, there's 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 it's very hit or miss in there. Twenty eight <laughs> days later was good. 28 Days Later is brilliant. I absolutely love that movie. And I mean, I don't want to give anything away, but that could be my dream sequel. (laughs) I really want a 28 months later, 28 years, 28 years later now. But, you know. Oh, yeah, we're getting there. We are. Um, Also in 2002, Die Another Day, the worst James Bond. (laughs) Harry Potter and Chambers of Secrets, the worst Harry Potter. (laughs) Yeah, my little boy's favourite, so I've seen it. 450 times <sighs> yeah there was a lot of tosh out that year and i think blade 2 is 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 not one of them i think it should be uh applauded absolutely for being a, a this is before we had superhero films really you know what do we have around this time spider-man, this before like spider-man. Said, yeah before. so we probably had an x-men film mm, probably just one and maybe x-men 2 2003 2003 was to X-Men 2. Really? So at this point... What about, at this when point, was X-Men 1 then? Because I'm sure it's in X-Men before it's in Blade. Or Blade, yeah, yeah, Blade yeah, 2, yeah. I mean. X-Men 1 was like 2000. It was oh, was it? Yeah, 2000, yeah. What ones did you say? Hulk. Hulk, yeah. Hulk was 2003. Wow, okay. Blade, really, blazing the trail for superhero movies then. Especially Marvel superhero Daredevil movies. was 2003. Wow. Honestly, all okay. we had at this point was Blade, Blade 2, and X-Men. Amazing. Amazing. That's the best one out of all of them. Yeah, yeah, it is, definitely. That's the best Marvel movie at this point. It's amazing. Definitely. Looking back where it came from. 20 years later, still great movie. 20 years later, I would still rather watch Blade again, even though I only watched it yesterday, than go and watch the Nan movie. <laughs> I'm really glad we talked about Blade 2. Yeah, me too. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm really glad we shoehorned the Batman in as being a sequel. <laughs> Because even you, even though you hated the Batman, or you didn't, well, even though you, I didn't hate the Batman. Even though you it's... didn't like the Batman as much as we thought we might like the Batman, it's better than the, yeah. It's got to be better than a Nan movie, right? <laughs> There's only one way of finding out. Oh no! <laughs> I don't want it. I, oh, I don't, don't want to find it. out. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. <laughs> I don't want to waste the cinema ticket finding out. I'd rather go and watch the advanced screening of Ali and Ava that I got invited to today because that looks lovely. Ah, that's meant to be really good. Yeah, yeah. So I might go and watch that next week. Nice. Uh, Wes, we doing next week? We're doing a roundup. It's our monthly roundup next month. Next it week. is the end of the month. the last Friday of the month. Check us out. Has oh, gone quick. Well, after complaining that we weren't going to get through this month because there's no, there's naff all sequels. Oh, we've done all right. I think we've, we've yeah. yeah, we've got through it. Yeah. We have. Well, uh, what else can you tell the people? Well, I mean, 
if you like what you've heard and you know who wouldn't you can find more of us because we've got two whole series as well as these extra episodes of all our interview episodes with our famous guests who are much bit more entertaining than we are so go back and listen mm, to oh yeah two whole series worth you can also if you do like what you've heard and you want more of it then you can subscribe give it a little subscribey click and then every time we drop a new episode which is at least once a week and in 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 series when we're in season twice twice a week week, mondays and fridays so yeah give us a little uh little subscribe you'll get us automatically if while you're there doing your subscription you want to just click a little like Pick a little heart, give us a little five stars, give us a rating, write us a review, maybe. We uh we do like a review. Um then you know, do that if you're on Spotify or you're on Apple or whichever one you listen to your podcasts on. Uh we would love that very much. And you yes, can please. also follow us on social media. Um we are at unequal sequel on Twitter and also at unequal sequel on Instagram. Um yeah. I think that is all the things. Oh, yeah, sorry. Nearly forgot. Nearly forgot because we are talking about 2002. You can also send us an email. It's unequalsequel <laughs> at hotmail.com. Yes, that is hotmail.com. <laughs> oh, yes. Because we are well off the 90s. Yet. Um, yeah. So before we go, Dave, I want to say mm. uh, former guest on the podcast, Stuart Whiffin. Um, has been an absolute hero and got a van filled it with stuff and has driven to the border with Poland and Ukraine to make sure that refugees leaving the Ukraine have got some supplies. I think he's absolutely brilliant and I'm in awe of the guy. Um, If you are, if you are, if you in any way feel like you want to contribute to that, then please check out our Twitter. There's a link on there. That will take you to his his just giving page and all the the proceeds going to War Child, so please do have a look on there and see if you can help. Yeah, they double gift aid, so yeah. if you give a fiver, they make it at ten pounds. So lovely. Yeah, there you go. Well, I've got nothing else to say after that, Rich. Me neither. Did it so beautifully. So, um, thank you for listening. Bye bye from me, and uh, bye bye from him. Bye. See you next week. Have a good time. Have a good time. <laughs> <laughs>